From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. The next governor of the Cayman Islands arrives later this week. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has its report. Members of government will welcome Governor-designate Jane Owen when she arrives in the islands on Friday. Mrs. Owen will be sworn in at the House of Parliament on the same day, an event that will be open to members of the public. Now, if you plan on attending, you will need to be seated by 1.30 p.m. The start time for proceedings is 2 o'clock. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton says on behalf of the government and the people of the islands, he is delighted to extend a, quote, very warm welcome to the governor-designate. He adds he looks forward to introducing introducing her to each of our three beautiful islands and our wonderful warm people. The Premier expects a smooth transition for the new governor into her official duties, and as part of that process, the team is arranging for her to meet various government business and community leaders as she settles into her new role. The governor will spend her first week in a series of introductory meetings with cabinet and senior government officials. She will also chair her first cabinet meeting. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. An all-day Sister Islands visit is scheduled for Saturday, April 29th. The governor will tour both Kim and Brack and Little Cayman with the premier and other government officials. The governor and the premier will then travel to the United Kingdom to attend the coronation of their majesties, the king and queen, which will take place at Westminster Abbey on Saturday, May 6th. The governor and premier will remain in the UK following the coronation to attend the Joint Ministerial Council returning to Cayman following its conclusion. A motion is heading to Parliament, pitching a new high school in West Bay. Whereas the district of West Bay is constantly growing, be it resolved that government start the planning process now to build and operate a high school in the district of West Bay within the next four years. Be it further resolved that consideration be given for the inclusion of funds in the upcoming budget for the planning process and other needed costs to begin construction. West Bay West MP, the Honorable Makiva Bush, says not only will this help serve the children of his district, but would also go a long way in addressing Cayman's growing traffic concerns, lowering the number of students who have to commute to Georgetown for class. Students are asking for it, been asking for yeah. students as well. The new school is nice, uh, although some drawbacks to it, but yeah, people would would rather be, some students would rather be in West Bay. Mr. Bush is hoping his fellow legislators will support the motion as the, quote, right thing to do. We are growing and that to keep our, our children in our area as best as we can. As seen that we build, build the Clifton Hunter High School, right? And that takes children from Bodentown, Northside, East End, and I don't know, Savannah, probably Savannah as well. So I think it's the right thing to do. The motion was seconded by Bodentown West MP Chris Saunders. Parliament is expected to meet again on April 26th. A man is stabbed in the Windsor Park area of Georgetown early Sunday morning. Police and emergency services were dispatched just before 6 a.m. According to the report, the injured man had several stab wounds on his upper body and was taken to the hospital by a member of the public in a private vehicle. The incident is believed to have taken place at an abandoned house in the area. Police are investigating the circumstances surrounding the assault. If you have information, call Georgetown CID at 949-4222. You can also make Make an anonymous tip on their confidential tip line at 949-7777. Police add the wounded man is currently being treated at the hospital for serious injuries, but is believed to be stable at this time.
So I think the first thing we need to acknowledge is that drugs is a problem on the island. Police Commissioner Derek Byrne speaking there during a press conference Friday as the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service released its annual 2022 Crime and Traffic Statistical Report. According to the report, there have been 154 drug crimes in 2022 compared to 165 the year before. When compared to 2019, there was a reduction of 16 crimes, a 9% drop. There were reductions in most types of drug crimes including consumption of ganja and possession of cocaine, while there were increases in possession of ganja, supply of cocaine, and supply of ganja offenses. The RCIPS says drug crimes tends to be as a result of proactive or targeted investigations, particularly to supply or importation-related crimes, are due to police interactions with persons for non-drug-related reasons. While the concern is on ganja, the police commissioner says, we need to shift the focus now on opioid abuse, and that includes cocaine and crack cocaine. We're now concerned with the full range of drugs and the cocaine is not as may have been considered in years gone by. I don't know if the deputy or anyone else has anything to say about that. We thought that was kind of a, a white collar drug. Um, it's no longer that. It's now permeated its way down right across the social spectrum within our community. It's something I and I'm sure the command team are really concerned about and it does feed crime in multiple forms. There were $4 million worth of seized or recovered drugs in 2022. During that year, RCIPS continued to work on various proactive investigations in collaboration with regional partners, which were carried out to prevent drugs reaching the Cayman Islands from elsewhere. This year, I've noted that we've had six less um, criminal interdictions in our territorial waters. And we, we believe that this has a lot to do with the acceleration of our Coast Guard patrols. The work that they are doing, they're doing some phenomenal work in the water. And I think the people that were thinking about importing drugs, we're not saying they're still not coming in. We believe they're still coming in. But they are concerned that there is a very big or a greater likelihood you will be intercepted by by our Coast Guard patrols and then working with our near neighbours in terms of our partnership with international law enforcement. We're making our presence known. Police Commissioner Derek Byrne. The ombudsman has ordered the release of personal information to an unsuccessful applicant for a government job in the Mosquito Research and Control Unit of the Ministry of Health. We get more now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. The ombudsman ruled that while the request for a full record under the Freedom of Information Act was denied, certain information contained in the record was the personal data of the applicant, which must be disclosed under Cayman's Data Protection Act. The job seeker asked for a number of records in relation to his application for a position he didn't ultimately get. The Ministry of Health and Wellness eventually disclosed some records, but denied access to others, stating their release would prejudice the effective conduct of public affairs and harm the public interest in relation to the disclosure of a confidential discussion of opinions during a job recruitment process. The ombudsman's ruling says although the appeal was ultimately unsuccessful, applicants still have the right to access their own personal data. This includes the opinions and views of others about them, just not information that is forced on the recruitment process. There were also, quote, significant delays in this hearing on the part of the ministry, which took more than a year to release a heavily redacted report to the applicant and took a long time to respond to the office of the ombudsman. As a result, the appeal took almost two years to resolve. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. You can find the full ruling online at ombudsman.ky. 
Upgrades may soon be on the way at Old Man Bayside Park in Northside. Government has published a request for quotes on its Bonfire Hub procurement website, inviting bidders to submit a fixed and firm price for the construction of a bathroom and office space at the Old Man Bayside Park. The bid would include a complete bathroom and office space of approximately 1,200 square feet with office furniture, an electrical room, sanitary fittings, and handicap access. The tender closes on May 9th. Art lovers assembled this past Saturday at Arts and Culture event Red Sky at Night. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins was there. Some conch blowing there, it officially kicked off the festivities at Red Sky at night. At the F.J. Harkwell Theater grounds, there was something to catch your eye at almost every turn. One of those eye-catching stands happened to be Cara Julian art, crafted by none other than Cara Julian. I'm a decorative painter, so I got my start over 20 years ago painting on glassware. So I do a lot of hand-painted glassware, and then over the years, I've uh, incorporated fine art, um, canvas paintings, as well as murals, and I also teach art. Ms. Julian has been part of Red Sky at Night for nine years. I think this is a great event because it showcases the local talent all in one location. Sometimes you kind of miss the opportunity or you're, you're not even aware that there's so much talent out there. Um, but when we're all here on one one stage, so to speak, you get to see everyone, all their talents. This is a great opportunity, great event for that. Naturally, as Caymanians, we love to eat, so a stop at the local food section was necessary. Cornmeal porridge, stew conch, cassava, Cayman-style beef, what more could a hungry belly person ask for? And Randa Cornwall's cassava cakes certainly hit the spot. So I believe that here in Cayman, we have some of the best food in the world. And I recognize that some of our older folks were passing on and taking what I consider these treasures, these recipes to the grave with them. And so about 15 years ago, I set out on a quest to learn how to make all of our traditional Caymanian dishes. And of course, desserts as well. And I also teach cassava cake classes at the National Trust. And the idea behind that is to help again preserve our rich heritage. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The event is produced by the Cayman National Cultural Foundation and is the anchor event for K-Fest, which includes Dress for Culture Day, the National Arts and Culture Awards, and the Folk Singers Anniversary Concert later in May. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego.